Good morning. Yesterday, we talked about how fast Loudoun County Public Schools are growing. Well, now we've got our first look at how much the budget will have to grow next year to keep up. So, answer me this. What will you do with an extra $100 million? For Wednesday, August 16th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Jennifer Montgomery, Executive Director of Loudoun Hunger Relief. Loudoun Hunger Relief, formerly Loudoun Interfaith Relief, is the largest food pantry in Loudoun County. Last year, LHR provided 1.2 million pounds of food to more than 11,000 Loudoun residents. 40% of the people we serve are children. LHR distributes food to families six days a week, year-round. For more information, if you need assistance, or if you would like to donate and help your neighbors in need, please visit our website, loudonhunger.org. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Every year, Loudon's public school system has to run to keep up with its own growth. Last week, the school board got the first look at how much the budget might have to grow to keep up with enrollment, staff up new schools, and expand full-day kindergarten to more families. It could be as much as $100 million more next year. This would be over this fiscal year's $1.2 billion budget. With the caveat that these are early estimates and that according to school administration, the first projection is always the highest, where's all this money going? Assistant Superintendent for Financial Services Lee Burden said it could cost the schools as much as $35 million just to keep up with enrollment growth. They'll have better projections next month, but right now the schools are looking at enrollment growing by about 3% to more than 84,000 students. At an average cost of $13,688 to educate one student, that comes to $35.1 million more next year. Then there's the $6.6 million to staff up the new schools, Goshen Post Elementary, Willard Intermediate, Independence High School, the Academies of Loudoun, and another elementary school that hasn't been given a name yet. Next on the list, on average, school employees are expected to get raises of about 2.3% next year, accounting for another $19.2 million in the budget. Another $14.6 million will go toward an ongoing restructuring of teacher salaries. You may recall hearing about the SAG and all that stuff. If not, you can search our website and find an absolute wealth of stories about problems in teacher pay scales. And a few of the new or returning things that could show up in next year's budget, $2 million to expand full-day kindergarten, another $2 million for textbooks and digital learning, and $4 million for new jobs like special education deans at high schools. It's far too early to know how much the school system's largest source of funding, the county, will be willing to kick in. But school administrators are cautiously optimistic that they could be getting more money from the state this year because the state is recalculating how it divvies up funding. Again, this is all pretty early. Superintendent Dr. Eric Williams is planning to present a budget proposal in January, and the school board could adopt a final budget request to the county in February. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story, including a full rundown of what they're expecting for next year and the report to the school board itself. It's all at loudonnow.com.
In other news, the latest SOL scores are out and Loudon's scores have leveled off. Our standards of learning scores were growing for the past three years. This year, we met or exceeded the state pass rate for 27 of the 28 tests we had this spring. The only place Loudon fell short was 8th grade math. 69% of Loudon 8th graders passed, which is 5 points better than last year, but still 5 points behind the rest of the state. 8th grade math has been a black eye on our report card for years. School leaders say that's because the high-achieving 8th graders take the algebra exam instead of the 8th grade math exam. On the other hand, English language learners did better than last year in every subject they were tested on, which included reading, writing, math, science, and history. Students with disabilities generally held steady after big gains last year. Lately, the schools have been spending more on English language learners and special education programs. Among other things, two years ago, they started encouraging English language learner teachers and general education teachers to spend more time co-teaching, which means those English learners are spending more time in the classroom with their English-speaking peers. Minority students also held mostly steady, although they made some improvements in writing. Black and Hispanic students both saw small gains in writing pass rates in the high 70s, but smaller dips in reading pass rates. Asian students remain well above students of other races, with pass rates in the 90s in every subject. Statewide, student achievement held about level 2. Generally, around 80% of students passed each subject. Of course, SOLs are an important part of accreditation. We'll hear state accreditation ratings from the State Department of Education in mid-September. Telos Corporation in Ashburn has been named to the Cybersecurity 500, a list of the world's best cybersecurity companies. They came in ranked 25th, number 2 in Virginia, and in the top 20 for companies in the U.S. CEO and Chairman John Wood said it's a testament to his team members, and as a matter of fact, one of those team members is one of our county supervisors. Ashburn Supervisor Ralph Bona is a vice president at Telos. And State Senator Jennifer Wexton has announced she will hold two town hall meetings as part of her campaign for the 10th Congressional District. People have been on the incumbent Congresswoman Barbara Comstock to hold a town hall for some time, going so far as to hold a sort of Quaker town hall without her in February. The Congresswoman has so far declined to hold one of her own. Senator Wexton said, quote, Since Barbara Comstock won't face her constituents in an open forum, I'm doing it for her, end quote. So it looks like we can look forward to some real zingers this election season. Senator Wexton's meetings will be Saturday, August 26th at the Rust Library in Leesburg and Thursday, August 31st at the Chantilly Library. Democrats will pick their candidate for the November 2018 election in a primary next June. So far, there are seven other candidates in addition to Senator Wexton running for that nomination. Anyway, get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, Tony M. is playing Acoustic Wednesdays on the Plaza at 1 Loudon at 6 p.m. It's free to get in and it goes till 8, so you can't beat that. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, hit subscribe and tell all your cool friends. Okay, have a great day. I'm just kidding about that. All your friends are cool. Because you're cool.